Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, hi, and welcome to another midweek bullet points episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn Awardner, and in this episode, we're going to talk about burnout. Now, the last few bullet points episodes have really struck a chord with a lot of you, my most excellent listeners. So I wanted to continue on a similar theme. And just to recap, if you haven't heard the last two episodes, there was a show called Are You Okay? And that episode outlined what I found to be a really helpful checklist to go through if life begins to feel a bit much, or perhaps you're worried about your mental health, or you just feel off balance or not yourself. It's a good checklist to go through. And then in the the last bullet points video, video (laughs) podcast last week, you can tell why we're coming on to burnout, can't you? I talked about the strategy I learned about that Byron Katie uses to stop the cycle of negative thought. So we can probably all do it. I know I do. Um, you think something, your brain goes, yep, that must, that must be real. Let's explore every single scenario in forensic detail. And before you know it, uh, your head is in a, a difficult, horrible soup of negativity, which is not a place you want to be. And basically Byron Katie's strategy is a series of questions you can use to interrogate a negative thought to stop it from hurting you because you essentially interrogate it and find out whether it's real and usually they're not clue so the feedback from both shows has been really wonderful so firstly I want to thank everybody who has taken the time to get in touch and let me know that you found those particular episodes useful I know a lot of people found that checklist helpful and I know quite a few people have been using Byron Katie's strategy from the last episode to stop themselves spiraling into negativity which is great to hear so I'm really delighted to hear that they've really uh, struck a chord And it's always my aim to create podcasts that are useful and helpful. And this one is one I wish I'd heard myself (laughs) a few weeks ago, maybe a couple of months ago. And it's about overdoing it and the importance of rest. And as I record this podcast, it's just a couple of hours until it goes live. Honestly, I've just looked up at the clock and I'm like, I've never been this close to the wire. This never happens. I usually have episodes recorded, uploaded and scheduled in advance. Not too long with the midweek episodes because I try to be reactive to the messages that I'm getting from you. But, you know, they're usually prepped and ready to go. But it's 8.30 the night before and I'm playing catch up because, honestly, my workload, in addition to the podcast, has become a little overwhelming recently. In the main because there are quite a few new things that I'm doing. So I'm doing a lot of learning and with learning comes making mistakes. So I'm getting quite frustrated with myself and things aren't as easy as 
not I'm used to, but you know, I have usual tasks that I'm used to doing. I know how they go. I feel like I've perfected them or got really good at them. And there's a lot of new stuff coming my way at the moment, which means that I'm running on adrenaline a lot of the time because that's how I like to work, adrenaline and caffeine. Anyway, so there's been a lot of stuff that's out of my comfort zone. It's just kind of pushed me over the edge a bit. And without boring you, it all all culminated in me developing a migraine. Yesterday afternoon, I went to go and see my lovely dentist, Yuchenna, for my final, well, not my final, but I had my, uh, I've finished with Invisalign now, but I've got to go back and get retainers and the like. But I went into London for the first time in a month, felt great, but didn't eat before I went because I went to the dentist who does it, who eats before they go to the dentist and then didn't get back till mid-afternoon and realized I hadn't had a sip of water or anything to eat. And so obviously the migraine was like, I'm here and, and I've been fighting it off ever since. So there's a nice story about being an idiot and not drinking water before you go to the dentist. Anyway, so, and today I tried to fight through it and early afternoon I just had to concede that I had to go and lie in a dark room for a bit with with an eye mask on looking like a princess well that's how I imagined anyway so in addition this also comes at a time when I've been by coincidence I've chatted to quite a few fitness experts and some of them are coming up on the show soon so I won't give it away now but one of them is amazing well they all are but one of them was like oh my god I can't believe they agreed anyway So I've been doing a real deep dive and lots of research on those particular guests and into their expertise. And I kept stumbling across something. This is about two, three weeks ago. I kept stumbling across in their uh, articles or their videos or what have you about the importance of rest in any fitness regime. And I'm going to backtrack one more time to put, put us into context finally to get to the thing that I hope is useful to you. But when the UK went into lockdown back in March, I was already aiming for to do three workouts a week, 30, three 30 minute hit workouts, one on a Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, one focusing on lower body, one on upper body, and one on core. And that was it, three workouts a week. But in and around that, I'd go for walks in, walks in the park in the morning, and I was doing yoga. And because of the time, because of the time, because I haven't been commuting, because I haven't been going out and doing things I've been usually doing, I've been extremely consistent since March. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, without without fail, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday walks, and then yoga in and amongst all of that. And I've adapted those workouts. Um, every two months, I increase my weights or the intensity, or I just change something up. So what I've become used to is challenging again. And as I was doing my research into the fitness guess, I realized I wasn't really factoring in rest. So March, April, May, June, July, August, September, that's a pretty long time to just be consistently working. But equally, considering the current circumstances of lockdown, the idea that overdoing it, whether that be physical or otherwise, did seem really ridiculous to me because I just thought, how can I be overdoing it when I'm not really going anywhere or doing anything? So I started to look into it. And this isn't even about burnout because I don't even think I'm burnt out, but this is about catching being overwhelmed before you get to the point where you feel burnt out or overtired. And this is what I thought I would share with you because I was definitely exhibiting some of the signs. And I'm glad that just by sheer accident of these um, conversations I've been having with fitness experts and in the research I've been doing, just by accident, I've had my eyes open something I wasn't doing. And as is always the case with these episodes, because I thought, oh, this has actually been really helpful for me. And I will explain as we go through them. I really wanted to share it with you. So one of the first signs that you need to ease up 
that maybe you need a break is that you're restless. And I'm sure I'm not alone here, but I sometimes work, you know, I sit at, work out in the morning, sit at my desk uh, in the morning and I think, right, I'm going to do this. And I focus on something that I'm going to do in the evening that I'm really looking forward to. And most days it's, I don't know, might be watching... When I get to eight o'clock, I'll go into the other room and I'll watch Real Housewives and then I'll speak to some friends or what have you. And I have been sitting down recently in the evening and I haven't actually been watching the show because I'll sit down and think, oh, finally, an hour where I just get to watch this. This is my therapy. This is great. And then I suddenly notice that something needs dusting or the bins need to go out or oh, maybe I should swear this happened last night. I decided, oh, I haven't hoovered my wardrobe in a little while and sure enough went checked my wardrobe my shoes were dusty all the shoes came out all the shoes got hoovered with the attachment anyway so it just that that sort of restlessness and so I've definitely been in that mode for a few weeks and so that definitely hits that checklist of you're not because you're not relaxing basically you're not getting into that relaxing phase which is so important and so you might be on the brink of burning out so yeah definitely I could definitely take that box and another sign you can look for is sleep and usually sleep being usually sleep oh my goodness usually sleep being all over the place now for a lot of lockdown I've slept like a baby and I've talked about this when I had uh, Dr Shelby Harris on the podcast and I've spoken to other people on the podcast I said oh I'm sleeping brilliantly at the moment and my sleep hygiene to be fair has been on point I get up and out of the bed get up and out of bed at the same time every day I get into bed at the same time every night And then I go wild with the Sanctuary Sleep Spray, which is honestly, legitimately, I talked about it on the IGTV series three in, three out. It's the best sleep spray I've ever used. But recently, my sleep just started gradually falling out of the pattern. So I was waking up at 2am. I text Lindsay Kelk in LA because of the time difference. And we have a great, well, we have a great time on message talking about nonsense. And then I fall back asleep, wake up at 4am, text my Bravo WhatsApp group in Australia. So it had all fallen apart. And then I saw Alice Living had shared a brilliant post by a personal trainer called Andy Vincent about overtraining and how that can impact your sleep. And essentially, overdoing exercise can disrupt sleep because your body's not getting enough time to repair itself. And if your body doesn't have enough time to repair itself, then it's constantly in a state of not being where it needs to be. And this isn't just with physical exercise, or although the, I think that's been a factor with me, it's about the mental stress too. So maybe there's maybe you've been working from home and you haven't been able to displace work and real life. And so because you're not getting that commuting time or because you're not getting a break between work and your personal life, you're not really getting those moments to rest and recover. And so that can send your thoughts whirring. So if your sleep has been out of whack for whatever reason, it definitely could be a sign that actually you need to ease up somewhere. You need to lighten the load somewhere. And actually, I took action with this after I read that post by Andy Vincent and a couple of other things in the research I was doing with my fitness guests. And I decided to, first of all, I was going to take the weekend off exercising. And then I spoke to my brother and I said, I don't know if I can do it tomorrow morning. I still feel really tired. And he said, well, just go back to exercising when you feel, when you feel like it. And I ended up taking a full week off and my sleep righted itself within, I don't know, four nights, which is pretty good. So there's a lot to be said for taking a break. And I'm very much one of those people who thinks, well, if you're in a pattern of doing it well and you're doing it consistently, keep doing it. But actually, this has been a 
side note, maybe this is another episode. This has been a really important lesson in actually the importance of just taking your foot off the gas and how act that doesn't mean you're going to lose momentum, weirdly. Perhaps I shouldn't have used the accelerator analogy there when talking about momentum. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. Now, another sign that you might need a break is that you're eating differently. Now, in the same week that I took a break from exercise, I noticed a massive change in the food I wanted to eat. So before the break, I was craving really filling foods and high fat foods all the time. And it actually prompted me about a month ago to start intermittent fasting again, because I thought it's ridiculous that I'm waking up and at six o'clock I'm thinking about lunch and pasta and things. And intermittent fasting, I think, was really good and it's been... I really feel the benefits of it. And as I talked about when we did 26 Habits in 2018. But as soon as I took the break, I was craving cooking from scratch, cooking with fresh ingredients, eating lots of vegetables, drinking lots of water. So it was very sudden and very noticeable that there was a shift. So definitely for me, taking a week off exercise was helpful. But your appetite increasing or decreasing can be a sign that you're overdoing it and need to unwind or lighten the load somehow. Um, And obviously, we've talked at length on this podcast about relationship with food. But if you just think, actually, this does feel a little bit out of whack, why do I always want cheese? Then, because there have been some days when all I've wanted is cheese. But I do understand the importance of a balanced diet. That's usually a sign. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Right, what do you miss? Something's something's out of whack. And by taking this break, actually, I do feel like I'll be able to spot the signs a lot sooner than just sort of my traditional method has always been just power through for goodness sake. Another sign that you might need to ease up or take a break is that you're, you've lost motivation. Maybe it's a lot harder to get out of bed in the morning, whether that's to do work, whether that's to exercise, whether that's to do anything. If you just feel a bit flat, I think... Um, I often feel it when I feel like it's a lot of effort to sit up straight. When I just want to hunch, that's when I feel like I just need to lie on the acupressure mat and and doze off for 20 minutes. Um, yeah, zero motivation can just be a sign that you're already at full capacity and you don't have the energy to have that focus. So look for that as a sign. Another one is that you're sick all the time. I actually haven't felt like this, although I would say that I've had more migraines in the last six months I've had three migraines in the last six months, which is probably more than normal for me. But, you know, lockdown, odd circumstances. Um, But I haven't been sniffling. I haven't had colds or anything like that. But if you do feel like you're under under the weather a lot, that can be a sign that you're just not actually powering uh, and firing on all cylinders. So maybe check in with yourself and rest, rest. And we'll talk about rest at the end, but maybe you feel zapped of energy. For me, that really, uh, ties goes hand in hand with zero motivation. If I don't have any energy, if I'm sitting at my desk and I feel like it's a lot of effort to sit up straight, then you can bet my motivation's on the floor too. So for me, that feeling of getting up, getting showered, getting, putting makeup on and everything, and then thinking, now I need to sit down again. That's another sign of 
somewhere I'm going to have to factor in some sort of rest somehow, whatever that might be. And then concentration. Now I feel I feel like my concentration's really off, but also if I mess up my words a lot, as you might have already experienced on this podcast, I feel like that's a sure sign that I just need a really gosh darn good sleep. So if you feel like you're not concentrating well or you find it hard to focus, that can also be another sign that you're just stretched and actually you don't have the capacity. So I think I can always tell when I lose my appetite for reading. I actually read a lot. I never used to, but especially with the podcast, I'm always reading books, always reading books, always trying to learn as much as possible. And I picked up a book a couple of weeks ago and I got through half, it's a really big book, got through half of it really quickly, had a really bad night's sleep and then kept looking at it on my bedside table and just thought, oh, I can't, I can't. And again, that was another sign of, I just don't have the capacity to focus on anything. I've got, I tell you what I've got the capacity for, for staring. I've got great capacity for staring at the moment, but not for actually focusing and taking anything in. And when I was reading, I was getting halfway through a page and thinking I've paid no attention to that because I've just actually been staring. So that's another one. Feeling of indifference. Again, I feel like it kind of, those two go hand in hand, that kind of not being able to focus, feeling a bit indifferent. Oh, I'll read that later. Again, another sign that you're at capacity and you need to lighten the load somehow. You need to release a bit of pressure. Another one is getting cyclical or negative. And I feel like that plays in really nicely to the episode last week about Byron Katie's strategy for interrogating negative thoughts. If you feel like you're getting into a cycle of negative thoughts, that again can be a sign that you need to take a break. And it's so hard sometimes to take a break, but it's so, it's so important. But if you feel like people are getting on your last nerve, if you feel constantly tense and irritable and you want to snap, (laughs) trust me, I've, I've, I, this afternoon have sent some messages to some friends saying, I am at my, I am about to send this email and it's never going to happen because I'm not going to send that email, but I've definitely been at the point of wanting to, and it's been very helpful to have friends just to vent at, but that's kind of out of character. Normally I can kind of rationalize and go, okay, this is what's happened here. I'm going to send this email and this is how we're going to move forward productively. But I've had, so I've, there are a lot of emails in my draft folder at the moment and there may have been one panic thinking I'd accidentally sent one. But if you get into that place where you're feeling impatient, where you're snappy, again, um, ease up, be kind to yourself, really ease up. And, uh, there's also this feeling of being withdrawn, which is a sign that you need a break, but I just think that's a really difficult one to quantify at the moment with lockdown. Um, self-medicating. I know that uh, quite a few of my friends have talked about the fact that they've been drinking more and I always associate self-medicating with alcohol, but, um, could be anything. Could be that you're overdoing it with exercise. Could be that you're overdoing it with cheese. Uh, no judgment here, but if you feel like you're turning to something, whatever that might be for a comfort or to make you feel a certain way, and yet you're also ticking some of the other boxes, maybe you're not feeling very well, maybe you're tired, maybe you're restless, and you're also doing something that you would bracket as self-medicating, then maybe take a look at it. And then finally, and this one's really interesting, is that you aren't enjoying your favorite things. And I hate to bring it back to Bravo and the Real Housewives, but (laughs) I do, I have definitely been in that place where I've looked forward to something that is normally my favorite thing. 
and then it's come around and I'm like oh didn't really enjoy that and I never thought that I thought that it was the fault of the show I was watching or the book I was reading or whatever it was that I'd looked to for enjoyment but actually now having looked at this list objectively and looked at all the other things involved it could just be that I had been in a headspace where I needed to ease up a bit and it's been monotonous I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that it is a little bit monotonous at the moment we're all under very interesting rules and regulations uh i'm recording this episode on the day that we've been told that for another six months there'll be certain rules in place to minimize um the devastation of covid19 um so we know that the next six months are going to look a certain way so we've all got that to think about but um in the grand scheme of things i think the point is okay so these are the signs these are the, the checklists you can go through that might be an indicator that you need a break but how on earth do you take a break how on earth do you take a break truthfully i've been trying to take a couple of days off for about for about six weeks and it just hasn't happened and so um i guess what i'm going to have to do is just be really hard about it and actually like unplug everything and take two days off and put an out of office on and just deal with the consequences and just be okay with that but what if what if it's something else what if you are a parent and you can't take a day off because having children is a full-time job. I can't give you that answer, but I'm just encouraging you if you're feeling any of those things that we've discussed, if your sleep is off, if your appetite's out of whack, if you're not feeling very well, if you feel really gloomy, if there's a way that you can find or factor in a break, even if it's half an hour a day, 20 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day, even if it's just a walk around the block where you feel that that time is your own, Maybe even if it's deep breathing, we've talked on this podcast a lot about breath work and I've had Dr. Andrew Weil on the podcast talk about it. I've had Dr. Rongan Chashji come on and talk about it. I read uh, and follow uh, Wim Hof. The benefits of breath work are astounding and actually just 10 minutes of breathing can almost, and this is biological, this isn't just mental, but like biologically, chemically can reset you, lower your blood pressure lower your heart rate actually i mean dr andrew Rollin, when he came when he came on the podcast talked about the um the fact that he thinks that some of the not he thinks because he's got data but breath work can bear better results than uh prescription antidepressants which is just astounding so if you're feeling yeah do you know what emma i'm feeling all of those things so thanks very much now i know what i need now i know what I need, crikey now i know i need a break but i can't sorry this is the dregs of the migraine which is making me trip over my words really badly um i can't factor this in i totally get that i totally get that but if there's one thing i can encourage you towards and i'll put the link in the show notes and it's a, a link i've shared many times but there is an 11 minute video that wim hof does and it does it's like a reset it's breathing exercise 10 minutes or 11 minutes it is very very simple but boy does it make you feel a lot better and then what I'm going to do to this because I can't give you any magic answers or magic bullets in this episode but I spoke I've spoken to quite a few friends about this and definitely feel like it's my duty now to get uh, some experts on or some people on who can really help with that well where do I find the time to rest how do I find the time to rest what does rest look like for me what will work for me because it's all very well someone saying I think you need to take a break 
but how do you know what that is for you? How do you know what that looks like? And if you're restless and you think, actually, it looks, it looks like me sitting on my sofa with my feet up reading a magazine, but when you do it, you can't actually lean into it, then it's pointless being recommended. So again, as with a lot of these bullet points episode, this is flagging something up, but it's also a commitment for me to try and then find the experts or the resources that will help help you find the solution that will work for you if you identify as being somebody who is in a state of burnout or feels like they need a break because um that's what's going to be most helpful ultimately isn't it so keep an eye out for those i'll flag them up obviously but um based on uh, the emails that i've been getting recently and the reaction to the last two episodes it felt like this was timely and as it also seemed to be something that i was dealing with too i thought right let's uh let's share it on a bullet points episode but i've taken up a lot and gosh i've taken up a lot of your time already uh, for one of these midweek shows so I'm going to go away. I'm going to go and find some experts who can really help me lean into this idea of rest and relaxation and how to incorporate meaningful breaks into your schedule when your schedule might be absolutely manic. And while I go and do that, I hope that you are staying well and looking after yourselves. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to get in touch with me, you know that you know the ritual. The ritual is not the right word. You know how to do it you can email me on the beauty podcast at gmail.com you can slide into my dms on instagram and twitter or i'm at emma guns or you can speak to me and thousands of other listeners of this podcast in the closed facebook group the link to join us in the show notes and all you have to do is click the link answer some questions and agree to the forum rules and you'll be welcomed with open arms and actually that would be a really good place for us to share the things that we're doing to incorporate those breaks into our schedule so that we do feel rested so that we do feel that we have our motivation, that we do feel full of energy, that we can concentrate, that we do feel engaged, that we do feel positive, that we are enjoying our favourite things. That would be a really nice place for us to take this episode a little bit further. So I look forward to seeing you over there. Thank you so much for listening. You know how much I appreciate your time. I'm so honoured that you spend it with me. Stay well and I will see you on the next one. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Supply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.